Welcome to the Marketing Millennials, the No BS Marketing Podcast. I'm Daniel Murray, and join me for unfiltered conversations with the brains behind marketing's coolest companies. The one request I tell our guests, stories or it didn't happen. Get ready to turn the f*** up. What's up, marketing besties? Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Hill Mash. I'm Aiden, definitely not an intern, Brannigan. And in today's episode, we travel back through some of the show's most mind-blowing moments to discover the answer to the one question we ask all of our guests. What's the one marketing hill you'd die on? And trust me, today, their answers are pure gold. Type form. Forms that break the norm. Get more data like signups, feedback, and anything else with forms that are designed to be refreshingly different. Learn more and get started for free at Tideform.com. First up, we're taking a look back at Chanel Basilio from Growth in Reverse. What's her secret sauce to marketing success? Test things, iterate, and never stop that growth engine. I'm a big fan of testing things. So like you might hear a creator say like, this is what really helped me grow my audience. But if you actually don't try it for yourself, you never know. Some of the things that some people say or that they've done don't actually work for some niches or or audiences. So you actually have to just kind of keep testing, keep iterating and improve 1% and you're going to be able to grow your audience a lot faster than if you just follow the advice that everyone takes to the T and, and don't actually try anything else. Yeah. I mean, a perfect example is LinkedIn for, I preach LinkedIn, but I would say LinkedIn is great for audience that hang out on LinkedIn, which marketers hang out on LinkedIn, salespeople hang out on LinkedIn, HR people hang out on LinkedIn, financial advisors hang out on LinkedIn, CEOs hang out on LinkedIn. It's just the people who are hanging out. But if I went to start a plumbing newsletter, that would not be the first place I go to create an audience because not many plumbers are on LinkedIn. That's a great point to make is like, Find the channel. Like just because someone says LinkedIn is the best channel doesn't mean your audience is actually hanging out on that platform. You should just go look. You could probably see if they're they are on that platform. And if you see not many people that are plumbers on your platform, you probably should go try Facebook groups or whatever, wherever they hang out. Yeah, for sure. You know what they say about assuming things. Well, Camille Trent, strategic advisor at Keyplay, prefers not to make an ass out of you and me. Her mantra, never assume you've got it all figured out. Your audience is your best editor. So toughen up, grow a thicker skin, and let them refine the process for you. Never assume. Like, this is bigger than marketing, I think, but I think a lot of, like, the marketing lessons um, that I have are just, uh, like, never assume that you know best or that you know you know that you know your audience because i think like the moment the moment that you do that it's partly like ego based right it's like if you're marketing to marketers you're like i i know i know marketers right like i don't i don't need to talk to customers um and then it's like a slippery slope of uh of just like not being plugged into to the community to like the zeitgeist to uh just to other people and like you just lose that kind of like human connection when you're just like assuming you know that you you know best and so so that's one thing for me. Um, I'll tackle on like another one that's a little bit more like content focused though. Um, and that's just that you're, you're, it's kind of goes hand in hand, but it's like your audience is your best editor. 
you don't know best. Like you probably have a, a really good idea, but your audience is going to give you feedback. And then you should be like taking that to heart, refining the process, figuring out what to what to filter out. Because there's sometimes when it's like, it's people giving feedback that aren't your target audience. So you do need to be able to have thick skin about that and just say, I'm okay with like this not appealing to everyone. Uh, but when your actual audience is like, hey, I didn't like this or that, or I'd like to see more of this or that, like uh, then just letting them kind of um, edit the process like for you and like show you the, the direction they should go with the next piece. I think the two that you said are great. I think assumptions kill most marketers right now. I think not kill, but it, the reason why a lot of people fail at marketing is because they assume they know best about the audience or they assume that something will hit and that leads to dangerous level of not testing, not trying new things, not doing anything because you're making these assumptions. I think assumption, the way I think about it instead of assumptions is like you can make hypothesis that like things things will hit or will not. Then you test them if they work. And then if they don't work, you take like the learnings and you apply it to something else. It's more like having a hypothesis, but you have the hypothesis all is like gathering user feedback, user data, user everything to make sure like you're doing everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a totally different mindset, right? Like you you mentioned it like it's more of a science when you think of it that way. Like it's more open minded and it's more presumptuous, I think, to just say like to just assume, right? And so walking that line is um is important and so just being open minded and checking your ego out the door is important. More ways to grow your business with Typeform. Collect more and better data with forms that embed where people see them. From web to email, Typeform can help you ask the right questions at the right time to reveal deeper insights about your customers and prospects. Learn more and get started for free at Typeform.com. If your sales team isn't hitting their goals, And guess what? Your marketing team needs some serious help. Tara Robertson, the head of demand gen at Chili Piper, one of our favorite companies here at the Market Millennials, stopped by the pod to drop some serious truth bombs about the marketing and sales synergy you need to succeed. I think the biggest thing for me is if your sales team isn't hitting their goals, then marketing isn't either. So if it doesn't matter if you're bringing in thousands of MQLs, MOLs, whatever you want to call them. Um, if sales isn't hitting their revenue targets, then your marketing is something's off, something's not working. So you need to reevaluate that. That's the greatest statement ever because it's the most annoying thing where you see marketing like cheering. And I'm a marketer and I know this, but like you see marketing cheering and then like we're 70% to revenue goals. At the end of the day, even if you're doing a great job, somebody's marketing jobs on the line because we're the company's not hitting goals and not making money. And the first department they look at usually is the marketing. Usually. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on the other side too, and that if you get into a situation like that, then when sales is hitting their goals and celebrating, they're probably not including marketing because you probably weren't helping them out if you weren't giving them that pipeline to begin with. So it's a kind of a slippery slope once you're celebrating 70%, right? One thing that I've learned just being in marketing ops, my career is the best thing to do 
when you're creating goals is get the sales leader and the market leader in the same room and align like, okay, okay, we have a revenue goal that was set from the CEO or the CFO or whoever has picked the number. Now, like, let's agree on what is a good conversion rate from pipeline to sales. And then let's agree, work backwards that if we de- deliver X amount of pipeline and MQLs, is this good enough to hit your goal? Like, do you commit to this like conversion rate? And then you, it, once you've committed to the conversion rate, you committed to a pipeline goal, then it's on both of you to be like, okay, we delivered this many good MQLs. We've delivered this much pipeline. Now, are you hitting like that close rate goal we've agreed on? So it's all about aligning those goals up front. So there's no shock. You both signed off on this. You both are accountable for this. And then also what it does is you start doing more actions to help sales too, which that's the problem a lot of market. They don't, you don't think about, the, you do the things like we talked about at the beginning. Think about conversion rate stuff. Think about sales enablement. Think about air coverage for accounts that are in pipeline. You start thinking about all these things which you weren't thinking about before. Yeah. And another big one that's come up this quarter, at least for a lot of people for the first time, is just post-sale too. So how can you support cross-sell? How can you support renewals? Obviously for software, those numbers are huge and really important to the business, but a lot of marketers aren't even aware of what their renewal numbers or churn looks like. So that's one place. If you were feeling insecure about your role, like we were saying earlier, that's one place in the business that I would dig into if you can. Tyler and Connor Fife are two content legends who believe that content creation is the holy grail. With third-party cookies on the outs, storytelling is do or die for B2B. Now here's their hot take about why the minimum just doesn't cut it anymore. It's 2024. The most important thing I personally think, and I will die on this hill, is that there is nothing more important in marketing than uh, content creation. You know, I think for the previous decade, the conversation around marketing has really been a lot around like the mathematics of it or like a very scientific approach. And like a lot of the conversation is, you know, around things like what is the algorithm doing this week or what crazy algorithm like updates did they make? What are these like sketchy black hat SEO hacks we can use? Or, you know, how can we stock customers with these like cookies and pixels? And that's really a lot of what the conversation has been for the last decade. But I think in reality, like the goal of marketing is to leave that kind of emotional impression on a person so much so that they feel the need to stand up and take action. And I think, you know, with the slow death of third party cookies, people are really starting to kind of go back to those basics and realize that, you know, storytelling and content creation are like really at the core of what is it, what is moving the needle here. You are basically just like reverse engineering, like, like a scientific like model like you're just saying like have a hypothesis prove out the hypothesis see the data if the data is good or bad then you go do the high like content creation is kind of a scientific experiment every like video you're doing is a scientific experiment because you have to i have a hypothesis this idea would hit with my audience oh let me just write a script to see if it would hit my audience. oh which parts did work i'm going to take out the parts that work and didn't talk, take the parts that didn't work and then see if it works so there is science involved in it it's just not like 
everything is based on like you can't be irrational if you don't have a hypothesis you could just then there's no hypothesis you just will say hey based on the data i think we should talk about this topic not like i have a cool idea that i want to test that is my hypothesis now i'm going to go test it and see if it works so i still think there's like science involved in it i just think people just need to re-engineer like it is still science it's just a more of a creative way to science. Uh. Yeah, I, I think that just sort of the sciences dominated the conversation more so where it was almost like the creative aspects were almost being like a bit more devalued in the conversation, right? Like, for example, like with Facebook ads for a long time, you could get by with running like not that great creative because the targeting was so great. And now that the targeting is not the best, like we're starting to realize that you can't really like succeed by just like hiring, you know, some people on Fiverr or something like that to make like bad quality creative, or you can't just exclusively run templates on Canva. Every single year content is increasing. And what you said early in the conversation, both of you, is that now you don't need more content. You just need better quality content. And that should spill into ads. We don't need more ads. We just need better quality ads out there. And like, that's why now, like the competition for space was not as high when the people were doing this, this mathematical, like, oh, let's do this audience. Now everybody's figured it out so they can pump bad content. And now you, what's going to win is the great content that is pumped to that audience. Totally. So I'm, I'm in agreement with you on that. It's all about iteration at the core of it, right? Like it takes a long time to get like, what is in your head to match that? And then at the end of the day, yeah, you have the hypothesis, you put it out and you see kind of what happens and you change your judgment or conclusions based on that. But also not making sure you don't get like that kind of like data paralysis where, you know, you're spending way too long trying to analyze something that you think is like going to go big. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, the data really just tells you what has happened before. And like sometimes you do have to follow your intuition to run that experiment to figure out, have you found something new that actually would work? Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to hear more great insights from marketing's coolest operators. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Marketing Millennials podcast and giving it a five-star rating. It helps bring more marketers into our community.